Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of Mealy Stocks, part of the Slap Stocks Network. Myself, Jamil, creating these episodes here in Gainesville, Florida, out of our local card shop, as you know, the Mealy Pop Shop, and we love doing it. We are on episode 14, and we're going to get into it today. As you can see from the title, I'm pointing the wrong way. That way, right there, the 2020 wax era, which I'm excited about because uh, there's been a lot of questions and comments about this uh, as I've been looking at our past videos. We'll get into some of that tonight. So before we uh, we get going into episode 14, just like to call your attention, if you get a chance, check out mealypops.com if you get a moment. We have a ton of items available on the website. Great Christmas presents and holiday presents. Uh, we even do breaks from our website. Check that over there. There's our Friday Immaculate Break, PYT, Hoops Premium Stock this Wednesday, and the mini box um, uh, Star Wars Masterworks Break. One of the only breakers who's breaking all that stuff. Basketball, football, and Star Wars all in one week, baby. So uh, we're having a lot of fun with that. Please check out MealyPops.com, sign up for an account, and we'll give you free rewards bucks. That's all done. Uh, you can do it through there, or you can go to the social part here, check out our register login function, but you can also find all of our socials right there. All right, let's get into episode 13. Um, I'm excited about this because uh, when we talk about wax, a lot of people get excited because, you know, it brings up so much memories of ripping packs, um, uh, opening up boxes, opening up cases, getting in case breaks, breaking online. And uh, I think the, the 2020 wax era is something that uh, a lot of us can consider has been definitely number one. It's, it's definitely changed, but two, um, uh, there is there has been some mixed emotions about it. I think as wax has become um, a bigger entity uh, in 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 the hobby. So I thought we would go over some things tonight, uh, talk about it. Uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Make give it give us some uh, thoughts in the comments when you get get done with this, and uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll definitely get back to you as we can. But wax in 2020. And as, as I work in the shop and as I, as I watch customers and as I see people uh, look at wax and consider wax, and when, it, when I say wax, by the way, I mean wax boxes, so sealed product. could be uh, boxes, packs, cases. That's just a cool name. We like to call it wax. Um, <laughs> that's just a hobby thing. But um, there's a lot of elements, and, and, and let's talk about that from the consumer side. So number one, um, yes, boxes, packs, cases, everything in between, it's gotten more expensive. This is part of it. It is just part of where we are in the hobby in 2020. It has gotten more expensive. It's not so much a inexpensive hobby anymore where you can buy the dollar packs and, and, and maybe get some, some cool cards, even some valuable cards. It's really changed. Um, I, for one, have a problem even in our store being able to sell cards to kids. So I Make an effort always to have free boxes for kids in the shop. We have free Pokemon for, for kids. Uh, we also um, find uh, inexpensive packs for people under 10 bucks so that kids uh, can get in the hobby. But it is becoming kind of an issue. So I do understand the dilemma. Packs have become expensive. Um, it is where we are. But I want to give you four, I, I think, points on why I think it's so expensive. So why has wax become more expensive? So the first one is... Uh, I believe demand has grown exponentially for wax. And what I mean by that is I have so many new customers who have gotten into the hobby within the last one to two years. And it's not because we opened a shop in Gainesville. Um, we don't have a massive, massive uh, metro area here in Gainesville, Florida um, for tons and tons of people to come in the shop. 
what we what we're seeing is we're seeing people coming from all around the state getting involved in wax um, getting involved in the hobby buying cards because they're seeing the rise of them and the, and the investment side of them as well as the fun it can be as a hobby because of things like breaks and because of things that maybe they've seen the panini commercials and how they interact with the players or maybe it's because of you know the excitement with the new rookies and lucas and zions and basketballs and kylers and burrows and and and, and herberts and all these guys in football and in baseball, the rise of some guy named Acuna or Soto, right? Um, as we, uh, Jason Dominguez coming up through the, the ranks, Juan de Franco. And so there's all this new excitement. I think there's been more focus on, on, on the rookies, been more focused on these elements. And so the demand has grown just really emoji, right? That little, that little graph emoji where we see it skyrocketing. The companies are not able to keep up. They can't keep up with the demand that there is. And, and if they, if they, uh, limit the production of stuff it kind of waters down things so i think what i i will say tops and panini uh upper deck these these manufacturers i'm seeing them limit product um in some sense in, in a different sense than we've seen in, in in maybe you know the 90s and 80s dilemma that we, we ran into with the mass production so they've learned the issues they've made less they've made more limited product uh things are serialized and we can kind of know how much is out there and once that product is released it's done right there's no more of it um so something to consider is just once that stuff dries up, we're seeing the, the gains. And when you want to rip something that there, that there has been probably, you know, 75, 80% of the production ripped in the first two months, um, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. And especially if those rookies have been good and they're in mainline brands as Prism and National Treasures or whatever, you're going to have to pay more money. That's, that's just kind of where we're at in the hobby. Um, number two. There are mass, mass, mass gains with grading. And really, until the last maybe two years, PSA 10s and Gem Mint, BGS 95s, and all those things in between, there's been such a high premium for graded cards. So in the, uh, the relationship that grading has to boxes and waxes that people know when they open boxes and they open wax that they're getting the stuff that's direct from the factory. It's not been passed around. It's not been handled. So there's already an allure there of pack pulled fresh, minty fresh, as you see on eBay, put into a top loader and a, and a, and a mag or whatever. And the cards, you know, when you are breaking stuff, um, can really be um, accentuated by grading. Now, there is more capital and more resource that has to be put into that, but definitely, definitely an element of uh, higher grading uh, returns that we're seeing specifically with PSA as well as companies like BGS, SGC, and CGC. I do think as the demand's grown and we've seen the uh, uh, gains in grading, those two are some of the biggest drivers of the wax pricing. Um, but three, the rookie card, the true rookie card, uh, the RC logo, whatever you want to call it, that's really returned. And uh, we haven't seen the true rookie card um, grow as much as it has really in, uh, up until these last couple years. I can remember a time in 2010, 2011, 2012, when I was getting really kind of serious about this, that the rookie cards were cool, and a PSA 10 rookie card was great, but people wanted the autographs. They wanted the RPAs. They wanted the patch autos. They wanted, you know, uh, the real scarce inserts. Um, so that was, that was, there's been a shift back to, I think, some of the true roots of the hobby, which is the Zion Prism rookie card, right? The Topps Update Acuna true rookie card. Right, uh, we're seeing the Young Guns, Alexis Lafreniere, Connor McDavid, true rookie card. Um, you know, and we're seeing just this element of a return to that, and people know that when they buy these hobby boxes, they can get the true rookie cards in abundance, as well as um, some of the uh, uh, parallels and the other elements to those rookie cards. So, 
I do think the return of the rookie card has helped a lot. And then fourth, just specifically in the 2020 wax era, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but COVID, right? Uh, because of this virus, it has created a, a, a time frame, this window of time we have where people have been forced to stay home, be on their computer, interact with the world a lot differently, and uh, they have more computer time. They may be working from home. Most people that are working from home are probably not working from home. They're working a little bit from home, and they're also on eBay and ComC and, 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 and watching Sobstox videos. So there's that element as well. There's no sports gambling, so to say. You know, the, the we had we didn't have sports for a very long time, real action live sports. So the the card market saw this massive jump in the middle of the year with people kind of speculating and getting into the investment side of sports cards. And um, I, I just think, you know, as you consider those things, uh, those four reasons have really shot the price of wax up. So the wax era is more expensive because of that. And 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 I uh, I don't know what we can do about that to make it less or more. I mean, it is kind of what it is, and that's where we are in the hobby. Uh, the second thing I like to talk about today, outside of why uh, it's gotten more expensive, is um, the breaking culture with wax. So, you know, rewind to 1993, and uh, you go to your local Walgreens, your local flea market, your local card shop, um, your local uh, Target, your local Eckerd here in Florida, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, your local Piggly Wiggly, your local uh, Walger, uh, Win Dixie, whatever. They all had cards. Cards were everywhere. They were mass produced, right? And so there wasn't really a necessity. You could get a card from every corner 7 Eleven stop and, 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 and every you know uh, Walmart checkout line. They, the, the cards were there in abundance, they were everywhere. Um, now look ahead to now, and I'm not, I'll get to the retail element to this in a second, but everything now specifically the hobby and the retail elements are being ripped. They're being open left and right. Um, there's a limited production. They're not reprinting some of this stuff. In some, some, some cases they are in retail, but with hobby, um, we're, we're opening all of it, right? It's getting opened by breakers, you know, doing, you know, some of these corporate breakers are doing, uh, maybe 20, 30 cases on opening nights. I mean, think about that for a second. That's a lot of stuff. And then you have the local card shops who have this stuff, you know, on the Wednesday or the Friday release day and people are coming in to eat it up. So everything is being ripped. Um, breaking is really changing the game. And I think another element of the wax game that's really intrigued people is it's it's brought more people in to collect what they want or buy what they want. For example, PYT breaks, pick your team breaks. That's been a huge element, I think, to uh, making the wax era, the current era, grow. Is that people now can get into cases and uh, boxes or whatever, multiple half cases, and they can buy just what they want. They can have the odds at just getting that team that they collect or that team that they want to flip. They can just get in for that reason. And so I think in in that in those terms, you've grown the hobby and you've grown uh, the, the the wax demand just because of you know being able to pick and choose what you want to get out of breaks. All right. Um, so that's the second the two two points I brought up so far. So it's it's gotten more expensive. Uh, it, it's definitely uh, breaking culture has changed the wax era. But number three uh, is the uh, exclusives that I believe, the exclusive releases and the direct-to-consumer sales. So in front of you, I put some wax boxes out that I think are interesting um, right here. This little sticker, as you guys know it, right there, first off the line, right? First off the line being a massive, massive entity in the card space. Um, the sticker right there, buying these boxes early, getting these boxes from the Panini website, 
Um, then having the uniqueness to these boxes, the extra hits that they have, this has really changed wax. These special unique boxes that are almost parallels of the hobby box. That's really what they are, right? Um, I have behind here Topps Brooklyn Collection. This is something that was an online only buy. It's an awesome little product. Came through the Montgomery Club for Topps members. And it's an exclusive, another box that's a direct-to-consumer. If you have those memberships, or you have access to the internet or a smartphone, you might be able to get these items. So when you consider, um, that's a 2020 product, by the way. Uh, it's a baseball product. Um, the exclusive releases, the first off the lines, the the the, the Topps Montgomery Clubs, the you know Topps has these Sapphire direct-to-consumers that come out on their website. Just just all these elements were wax. There's uh, a direct-to-consumer and there's an ex uh, exclusivity to some of it where you can only get it through that way in a short period of time. Um, I think it's created an easier access to obtain short printed options. And so when we have short printed options, it's only going to excite people more and increase the demand for wax. So that's another thing in, in, in the place that we're at in 2020. So hopefully as you guys are watching this, whether you're new or old to the, the wax area, you're learning a little bit or just noticing these trends. Um, and I'm gonna get into uh, just the fourth point today, which is that the retail game, you know, the Walmart, the the Target lines, the, uh, I don't know what other, other stores sell these kinds of things across the nation, but uh, where people are getting in line, you know, in some ways negatively badgering these poor salespeople that have to put the stuff out and buying up all the retail product as quickly as they can, as you can find it. Um, here's just an example of one. This is a Chronicles Panini uh, cello pack, right? Um, you don't really see these on the, on, on the floor much. But this is an example of uh, entry point that's not hobby, that's retail, um, and it does it does pretty well when it comes to uh, the price point, right? You can buy these, I think, for ten bucks or something at Walmart or Target. Uh, the resale on the secondary market now is about I don't know twenty five bucks for one of these. Um, you know, Zion rookie cards, Jaw rookie cards. Panini's created a product that has just quite a bit, a ton of um, rookies and veterans in it. Chronicles is a brand that we didn't even know of about you know two three years ago. So you see these uh, these elements with retail and how the game has changed um, immensely. Um, you know, in addition to that, you know, the retail game, um, you have things like this, you know, uh, new products that are coming out left and right. This is a Mosaic 2020 football. But guys, this isn't Mosaic Hobby. This isn't Mosaic re uh, Retail Packs. This isn't Blaster. This isn't Choice. This isn't um, all the other elements of Mosaic that there is. T-Ball. This is Mosaic No Huddle, right? I mean, think about all the options with wax that, that's that's come out uh, just in the last you know year or two. And and some of you might be saying, oh, you know, the manufacturers are flooding the market. I'm sitting back and watching and saying, no, they're not. They're just creating other options and other ways for people to collect. The stuff sells. I mean, it sells itself. Um, so it's it's really unique in what we're seeing. I believe in 2020. I do think that the retail game uh, has definitely changed some things as well. It's got a lot of new people into this. The, the good and the bad, you know, in terms of the hobby, um, you know, hopefully you, you've survived some of the, the, the cataclysmic events of what is Thursday and Friday mornings of MJ Holdings in Excel when they, uh, the poor person is undoing the box. I heard today just uh, in a store, uh, a buddy messaged me and he said, you know, there was this massive line and the lady who was doing it just said, you know what, everybody get in line. I'm going to hand you a, a, a football prism hanger and then you go back to the end of the line. And she just did it kind of like a rotunda and, and when she was done, she was done. But, you know, it, it, it's good. It's great. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of value. There's a lot of investment to what we're doing. You know, think I just brought up, you know, No Huddle. And, you know, we had a break the other night of a mega box of Mosaic. 
pulled a gold Mahomes, you know, numbered out of uh, uh, 20. Cards worth like, you know, four, five, six hundred bucks. You know, PSA 10 is probably $2,000. You could buy that from Walmart, right? You could buy that from Target. So it's definitely changed the game in, in the sense of access, like I was talking about earlier. And I do think that we're in an era now that is not the junk era. Uh, that was something that was, you know, classified in, in, in the, the 90s is that there was we were in the junk era of wax and, and it was just overproduced. And so we saw this blue, right, emoji down symbol um, with the stock market, the stock, stock symbol there. Um, and now we're in a time where there's ex extreme growth, extreme popularity, only more and more and more people are coming. We're getting to things like fractional ownership uh, websites, which we're starting to see. I'm sure you guys have seen Rally. I know um, Aaron is, and, and Nate have been posting a lot of that stuff and how you can buy into certain things. So there's there's some more things coming down the pipeline. I'll probably talk about that down the line, things that I'm learning about. But um, we're in a good place, I think, for the hobby in terms of uh, popularity. It's becoming more mainstream. Uh, and I think that, that really shows where we're at in the 2020 uh, kind of era of WAC. So hopefully this was helpful to you. Hopefully you learned a little bit. Hopefully, you know, um, you're enjoying these these video casts. Please subscribe uh, to Mealy Pops uh, and, and, to, and to the Slap Stocks Network on all our different platforms. You can find them. And until I see you next week, I think we'll have one more episode before Christmas. Um, have a great time. Be safe out there. And I will see you.